Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Where were you on 9-11? As we mark 20 years since that tragic day, Q104.3 explores that question with 9-11 stories. A podcast presented by Barish and McGarry, lawyers for the 9-11 community. Each week, we present a 9-11 story from first responders, celebrities, and everyday people whose lives were forever altered that day. And now, here's your host, Shelley Sunstein. This is the 9-11 story of Long Island Congressman Andrew Garbarino, who succeeded Congressman Peter King, who served 28 years in Congress. On 9-11, Garbarino was the 16-year-old president at Sayville High School. I was a senior in high school, Sayville High School. Uh, I remember we were in, uh, I think it was second period was ending, I was going from AP government, um, AP government to, um, we were going to Mrs. Get, the the class ended and we had heard that a plane had hit um, the towers. One plane had hit one of the towers. But we, you know, you weren't sure if it was a, um, if if it was like a tiny little plane or, or, you know, I mean, Nobody expected anything, you know, nobody thought of anything when you heard it, we just thought it was an accident. And then we were in um, third period, I think it was third period, Mrs. Gist, um, I can't remember the name of the class because it was one of those special classes, but uh, I remember Mrs. Gist, and this is the one, you know, I was with a whole bunch of my friends, you know, because everybody decided to take the same class as our senior year. And uh, that's when someone came in and, I can't remember, I think it was a teacher came in and said another, a second plane hit uh, the towers, uh, World Trade Center. And then I remember Mrs. Gist let out a huge scream, uh, like, not like, you know, not a scared scream, but like a wail, you know, it was, and that's what I, that's when we all already realized something wasn't right. Um, and there were cell phones back then, but not like, you know, today, nobody's supposed to have them in class. And, you know, they weren't iPhones. You can really look stuff up on the internet. Uh, texting wasn't really a thing even back then um, as much as, you know, as it is to everybody texting everyone calls. So people tried calling home. And um, I remember after a while, um, I'm trying to think it was, uh, you know, we were in class and then, and then really just everything, everything stopped for the day. And, uh, you know, classes were still supposed to be going on, but nobody was really teaching anything. And I remember going down into the uh, the basement. You know, everybody was pretty much everybody was pretty sure. Some kids were just leaving school, um, going home. You know, they were just you know, school wasn't really enforcing anything. I save high school, and I remember I went into the basement. Um, I don't remember why I went into the basement, but I can't remember if I had a classroom, but I was down there and they, and that's where they had the technology 
That's where the technology classrooms were. That's where the home ec classroom was. That's where the photography, and they had their own little special uh, teacher's lounge down there with a TV. And that's where myself, I was a, I was a senior, I was a senior, I was a school president. Um, so I had, I had a very good relationship with a lot of the, the teachers and everybody. So we went, I remember going into um, the room and watching uh, the TV, the, the news coverage. And it was crazy that day because you were hearing reports, you know, that the Pentagon was hit uh, with the plane. They didn't know what else was going on. And I remember, there, I remember, you know, people had CNN on and just the false reporting, you know, a bomb went off out of this outside the State Department, you know, I, you know, rumors of this happening, rumors of that happening. And then it was really, I mean, uh, scary because you didn't, you know, you thought all this was happening. You just didn't realize that, you know, uh, things were coming so quickly into the press that they were just reporting them without, you know, verification because, you know, what, what had happened. So I remember watching a whole bunch of stuff that was reported happened, but didn't. Um, but I was in the, it was myself. I'm, I think I was the only student in the class. Um, Mrs. Um, I remember it was uh, Mrs. Garzion was a Spanish teacher and she was, she was downstairs watching with us and Mrs. Uh, Gwendell and um, God, it's funny. I haven't said those names <laughs> in 20 years, uh, but they just, it's amazing when they pop into your head. And I remember watching and just, um, I remember the teachers were just so upset as well. I mean, I, you don't realize if, you know, I, I think back, I don't know if I realized how bad it was. I mean, you know how bad it was, but you know, um, it's just really how bad it was. You know, if I was an adult, if I was my age then now, if I, if I was, if I was what I was now back then, you know, I think it would have been just much more devastating. It was devastating, but you know, as a high school student, you know, I didn't know anybody that worked. I didn't think I knew anybody that worked in the, uh, um, in the world trade center. I didn't, you know, you, you, you know, people whose dads are firemen, dads are insurance, whose dad are cops in the city. But, you know, you just don't picture that in, uh, but I think about it now, but I remember being down in the, um, in the, by the time we had gotten down, I remember the first tower had collapsed. Uh, so I didn't see that live. I didn't see that live. Um, and they kept, I remember replaying it. And we were down there watching, it was myself and a couple of teachers. All my friends had pretty much gone home at this point. And uh, I just, you know, I, I didn't feel right leaving. I don't know why, um, but uh, I remember watching and then they kept replaying the first tower falling. And then I remember we thought it was a replay of the, of the tower falling when the second one collapsed. And I've seen that live, you know, it's burnt. If I could paint, if I could draw a picture, I could, I, I would, I, it still burnt into my, my, my memory as to what, um, what happened that day and watching this all live, you know, high school student. And uh, I, by at that point, I mean, the afternoon, I remember uh, nothing was, I don't think all, most of the cell phones were down. You couldn't really get in touch with anyone. I remember, uh, you know, school ended at two o'clock. I went home, I drove home and um, you, know, you just, glue yourself to the, to the TV, um, watching, uh, sort of reminds me of, you know, the, the Columbine shooting, uh, but you know, you just turn the TV on and you just watch and you don't turn it off. And, you know, I remember 
some of my friends didn't take it as seriously. Like, oh, I wonder if we'll be off from school tomorrow. I want, you know, wonder what's, you know, that was their concern. I just remember watching, waiting to see, you know, what was going on. And, and I remember, um, I remember uh, just wondering what, you know, what, what else was happening. Cause at this point you had heard just about the, the four planes and, you know, what was going to happen next. And um, I didn't go to bed. I don't, I, you know, cause you know, high school, you're, you've got to be in school, but I think the first bell's at 7.30 AM. So you got to be up and ready to go. You know, you used to get there to school early to hang, see with your friends at 7 AM. So you were up very early. And I, I remember, I don't, I don't think I went to bed until, um, um, yeah, you know, well into the early morning because you just were watching and just, uh, you know, the visuals, you know, they just, I remember every news channel, 11, four, five, everything uh, was just covering it live. And I remember, uh, you know, I don't remember how I slept that night, but I remember getting up to school the next day when everybody, and we, the school went on and everybody went in and, uh, you know, I remember Mrs. Again, I, this is funny that I, I just thinking about this. I remember uh, I had, we had Spanish class. We were in Mrs. Gwendell's class, and Mrs. Garzion came in. She was one one of the teachers who was in the basement uh, that when we were watching it together. And I guess I had you know was I, you know when she was so upset watching, I guess I was rubbing her back and you know trying to console her. And I remember she came up to me. She says, she says thank you so much for you know you know, what you did yesterday, consoling me. It's just like, I just want to let you know, I appreciate it. She said in front of all the students. So they, they made fun of me a little bit, you know, for doing it. But I remember it was uh, the fact that she came up to a senior, you know, I, I, you, you think it, it, it meant a lot to her, you know, I guess you just didn't know what was going through her head and you could tell she was upset. So that's why I was trying to help her. But it was, um, you know, not, not knowing people, the, day of not knowing who to be worried about again i you know who was in there and then uh you know uh you know learning about people after the fact who had lost people you know that's i think it, it was a bad day you know for me but i mean if i knew who was in there and what had happened and you know, i think i i would have been really i was just so young you know senior it was i was seven, 17 i think not even uh i was turning 17 I was 16 as a senior. I was turning 17 three weeks later, two weeks later. Um, but I remember it, uh, you know, just knowing after the fact how many people were affected and how many people died, how many firemen and, and people that we knew who lost loved ones. I mean, my, one of my best friends, Bubba, uh, his uh, neighbor, really great guy, lost his daughter. You know, I mean, you just didn't even, and I would never have known that she worked in the World Trade Center. You know, I, a couple, we lost a partner. I've known more, much more people that have died in the after, in the after effects from, you know, the, the first responders. That's, that are still dying. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's what we get. And, and now it's, it's weird because, you know, we still see the effects here in New York of that day. 20 years ago. Uh, but a lot of other people across the country don't, you know, they don't, they don't know that people are still sick. People are still dying. People. So it's, um, you know, so it's, it's like that day last, you know, every time, you, you know, you just, somebody brings up, uh, somebody's got sick, you know, um, 9-11 uh, Ill related illness. It brings it a little back, you know, but a lot of people don't 
you know, across the country, you know, you, you realize when you talk to them, they don't realize it's as bad as it, as it is. So, um, but it's, uh, I remember that, that's, I think, I think Mrs. Gist's whale in the class, I should like when she, she almost, I, I don't think I'll ever forget that when she, we found out that the second tower had been hit with a plane. Cause that's, that's exactly the moment we knew that this was not an accident. And I think that'll always, uh, remember she's like, you know, uh, she was a short lady. So I, I remember she just got, I don't know if she dropped to her knees or but it was, she was just devastated and just you hear that. And, uh, again, that's like burnt, it's burned into my brain. So. Well, were regular classes held or did you discuss in class in the following days, what happened? How was it handled by the teachers and the administration? You know, I think, you know, nobody knew how to react to it. Um, you know, a lot of people were walking on eggshells. I don't remember having, you know, uh, I think people were just waiting to see what happened with the aftermath. It was also new, you know, they were, the recovery effect was, uh, the recovery effect, you know, to, to, to people in there, it was, so there wasn't a, an original reaction, I think, right away. I think people were just walking on eggshells. They tried to, it, it was regular classes, but I don't think much was learned that week. I don't think much was taught. You know, we had regular scheduled classes. We went from class to class. I'll tell you, I do remember I worked at the local hardware store, um, Brinkman Hardware, and we, sell, we sold American flags. And I remember going into work the next day, Wednesday, and everyone, I mean, we sold out of flags. We were, people were buying bunting, anything that had red, white, and blue. Uh, people were coming in buying buckets, masks, everything to ship in to help the effort. That was amazing. Uh, uh, you know, the five gallon buckets, the masks, the gloves, people, people were calling up and spending a fortune. You know, for me, when I was a kid, a fortune, a couple hundred bucks each, you know, to, uh, you know, to send in to the recovery effort. What could we send in, you know, People need masks, people need gloves, people need uh, goggles, bucket. You know, I remember that uh, that went on for that went on for quite a while at the hardware store. You were only 16, so you have such a different perspective. Did 9-11 in any way change your life or your perspective? I, I mean, the fact that something like that could, you know, happen in America. I mean, it was uh you know i imagine it was the same way same way people felt after um pearl harbor you know it's like you know you just didn't expect that that would happen here you always see that things like this happen in other places and um you know it brought it home and i mean again it's it, you know that day it, it didn't just end that day you know the the lasting effects of that um and what has had on um, what it has had on um, you know people on Long Island, people I know. Uh, you know, there's a woman who lives around the block. I work. She she does stuff with the you know. She lost her husband. Uh, I mean, it, it's but you know, it's just the the fact that it happened. You know, I, I just you couldn't believe it. You know, it's, it was surreal. I mean, it was, how, how did, you know, how did this happen to America? 
we say today that 9-11 didn't end on 9-11, and you made reference to that. There are actually, and this is a conservative estimate, up to 400,000 people at risk of 9-11 illnesses today. Those who lived in the area, those who returned to work in the area, those who went to school in the area, of course, all of those who were working on the pile. Now, my the thoughts- that took uh, that took mass transit, the, the bus right. that were used that day that weren't properly cleaned and people took right. them, I mean- Exactly. And your predecessor was just so spectacular in, in helping the 9-11 community. But here's my thought, and perhaps you can give me your thoughts on this. And this is a pretty radical thought. I love the fact, I mean, it took forever, but I love that our government finally did the right thing and set up the World Trade Center Health Program to give free lifetime health care. And people tell me it's the best health care of their lives in every single state if you come down with a 9-11 illness. Love that. And by the way, there were responders who came in from every single state. Mm -hmm. And these responders are not connecting the dots to their cancers and respiratory illnesses over the last 19 years. So we have that and we have the Victim Compensation Fund, which is in place for 70 years. The government set up these programs, great. They did, they're not doing anything to contact these people. It's sort of left to the victims to find out that the programs exist. Thus, people like me trying to, in any way, find these people to let them know what is available to them. My thought, as just an ordinary citizen, is if I owe the IRS money, they sure as hell would find me. So why can't our government find the people who were there? It is a limited time that this period is covered from 9-11 to eight months after below Canal Street for the most part. I I just don't get it, Congressman. I, I, uh, you know, I agree that it it, it was, but as Pete would tell you, and as some of as some of uh, my colleagues now down in Washington have said, getting, and I'm getting what he got done was a huge lift because I, I talked about people don't realize the lasting effects. They don't see people, you know, Congress people from other states, are like, well, no, you know, we don't need to set this up. Why do we still need to set this up? That was 20 years ago, or that was 18 years ago. Pete used to go around. Pete, they said, uh, and this is colleagues who serve with Pete, now I serve with them in Washington. Loved to love Pete. He was a very quiet guy until he was very passionate about something. And then he would go around and really, he wouldn't take shit, excuse me, from many That's people. That's fine. Especially, especially when it came to 9-11. And, uh, you know, he was very passionate. And, and it, the bill probably doesn't get passed if it wasn't for what he did in the House. Uh, I'm trying to take up the mantle. I have some of Pete's staff. My chief is uh, was with Pete uh, as his deputy who worked very hard on this bill. Um, there's still a lot more that has to be done. I'm working on something uh, with uh, Congressman Nadler and some other members right now on this, uh, dealing with the Victim Compensation Fund and making sure that, uh, uh, it, not the fund, but it's the staff, the people who run it are also properly funded. So they're, so, so everything gets, uh, you know, the applications can get processed. It's an issue, you know, you're fighting for every inch uh, with this fund, uh, with with this, and 
luckily there's a bipartisan group of members in Congress, especially from New York and New Jersey, that will push to get, um, make sure that this is, that this is it's pre- well, now it's properly funded to make sure that it's properly run, to make sure, and, and you're right, the next step would be to make sure people properly know that it's there, but we have to fight for every inch that we get with this program. But can you think of a way? It's not on the, it's not the top issue for people. Of course not. However, it is going to be at the forefront seeing that we're coming up on the 20 year commemoration. It is the absolutely the appropriate time to say, Hey, find these people, contact them, tell them what help is available. Tell them that if she had breast cancer and she was there, that's the number one 9-11 cancer in women. Prostate cancer is the number one in men. men. And overall, skin cancer is the number one 9-11 cancer. So I'm just, I guess I'm sort of imploring you to, 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 to help to find these people. No, listen, yeah, we have to do it. And we, we set up this fund. We need to make sure people know exists. You're right. That's, that's, that's a huge problem, not just with this one, but most of what happens, uh, you know, with congressional or state, anything that's done with, with the government, don't know it exists. So I think that's a very good idea. I think that's something that, um, you know, it can't, you're right, it can't be that hard uh, to find people or at least to uh, notify them, you know, it's, you're right, and it's something that uh, um, we have to work on. There is a there is a group of nine uh, uh, there's a group of nine eleven members and staff um, that work very closely on this, and that's something that uh, you know what I'll bring up with them. That's just to make thank sure. you. And I if will. I can help in any way, you well, know, listen, you probably know more people that we we have to reach out to than than we do. So, is there anything else you'd like to add? And and thank you for sharing. No, I mean it's just. Uh, it's amazing, you know, again, 20 years ago. And um, I'll tell you, I wasn't, I hadn't been down it. I, I, I hadn't been able to make it I, uh, to the site. Um, I haven't done the museum. It just, I just wasn't ready. I went this year uh, for the first time um, because the Port Authority police asked me to speak at their, um, at the memorial. They do a little, uh, you know, it was COVID was still, so it wasn't highly attended, but uh, they were doing a, um, a memorial down at uh, at uh, the site, and I had not been in there since it happened. And I just could—I mean, I had been up to two blocks away, and I just—you know—I just couldn't bring myself to go. And you know, when I was invited, I said, "All right, this is it. You know, this is the time." And I went, and I remember uh, the holes in the ground where the buildings were is very, uh, it's a very uh, difficult thing to see. I mean, even when I was 16, you know, it's just, uh, I, you know, after 20 years, you'd think, I don't know, I hadn't been, I, I, I couldn't bring myself to go. And this was the first year and uh, the holes in the ground is just a very, you know, it was tough, but I'm happy I went in and, you know, I, and next time I want to go see the museum cause I've heard it's, it's a must see, but, uh, you know, I'm going to do what I can to continue the work my predecessor did, Pete King. And uh, we have to, you know, we can't let the, I can't let all his good work go away. Because there's still work to be done. And I thank exactly. you so much, Representative Andrew Garbarino. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay well and safe. You too. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. 
with another chapter of 9-11 Stories, a podcast presented by Barrish and McGarry, lawyers for the 9-11 community and New York's classic rock, Q104.3. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.